Night is falling fast, as well as the girl's tears. She was standing over the gravestone. Her numb fingers gripped a bouquet of roses. She still couldn't believe it was only three months ago that they were alive, well, and happy. Three months later. That was such a corny movie. I can't believe got us to see that, Beatrice. Oh, come on, guys. I thought it was a lot like us. Don't you think so, Sebastian? Not really. That Billy guy isn't nearly as cute, smart, or cunning as me. <laughs> or modest. Beatrice, my love, we have reservations for tonight. Go get ready. You should wear this dress, Beatrice. Oh, it's perfect. Here, sit me up. Wait, put these earrings on. I have a good feeling. He seemed really excited when he was talking to me about tonight. I'll call you later to tell you about it. Okay, have fun. She arrives at the restaurant, butterflies in her stomach, grinning from ear to ear. An hour passes and the smile fades. This is so unlike Sebastian. Where could he be? Tonight was supposed to be special. Later, Beatrice receives a phone call that would change her life forever. Sebastian, where are you? Hello, Beatrice, right? I am Dr. Alexander calling from Save a Life Hospital. Sebastian was in a bad accident. He's in critical condition and he's in a coma as we speak. Oh my gosh. She wasn't even aware of telling her legs to move. Dr. Alexander met her at the door. How is he? He's in critical condition. If he doesn't wake up in 10 days or so, he's definitely a goner. <laughs> now, let's go see him. Beatrice to her boyfriend's room. Sebastian lay in bed. Why as his sheets connected to numerous machines? I can't believe this is happening. Slowly, Beatrice got over the shock. Dr. Alexander kept her company on the long summer days. Playing cards by Sebastian's bed, the doctor was so kind and so exceptionally handsome that Beatrice soon couldn't help but gain strong emotions towards him. Was Beatrice seriously falling in love again? Oh my gosh, is this really happening? Beatrice needed advice from her best friend during the confusing time. You're just confused. You love Sebastian and he really loved you back. It could have been any day that... What? Never mind. I don't know. I've got to go. But trust me, you love Sebastian. Bye. After the phone call, Beatrice was as confused. She felt tears welling up in her eyes, and turning, she saw Dr. Alexander standing in the doorway. Where are you? I'm just so confused. The doctor crossed the room, arms out to console her. Beatrice looked up into her into his eyes, and she felt so close as he. He was so handsome and warm, and looked in his eyes, begged her to, she leaned on him, and... This isn't right. I meant to give this to you. He pulled out of his pocket a ring box. Opening it, Beatrice saw a bright diamond ring. We found this on Sebastian's person. We can only assume he was going to give it to you. It's my pager. Sebastian is having more brain activity. This could mean he's waking up. Beatrice felt so conflicted. She kissed the doctor. What if Sebastian woke up and found out? Or even if he knew 
Could Beatrice live with, with the lie? They walked down the hall into the room. Sure enough, nurses swarmed around him. Beatrice knew if she was ever going to find peace, now was the time. Can I have some alone time with them? I want it to be just us when he wakes up. I can feel that it's coming. Of course you can, honey. We're gone. Dr. Alexander gave one last fleeting glance at Beatrice and shut the door. She was alone. Overwhelmed with emotion, she acted and uh, on an impulse. She pulled his plug, the plug of the one machine keeping him alive. Immediately, machines started beeping. Beep, 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 beep. Just filed into the room and started checking him out. I don't know what's wrong. Why isn't the machine working? Beep, beep. Beatrice couldn't look into his face any longer. She ran out of the room, the door slamming behind her. Beatrice is very distraught. She can't stop the shaking and her hand that had ended Sebastian's life burned. Through her tears, Beatrice calls her friend Agnes and can barely get the facts about Sebastian's death before Agnes rushed to the hospital. Trust me, Beatrice. Some things you just can't help. This is one of them. Everything happens for a reason. But I can't say it that we won't miss him. <laughs> the hospital provided a therapy class for people who have lost a loved one. Beatrice and Agnes decided to attend them. Dr. Alexander joined them every once in a while. Now, tell me how you feel about that. Beatrice couldn't think. Whenever she closed her eyes, she saw his dead body. But whenever she opened her eyes, she saw a best friend making eyes at the doctor on the center. Why? She wondered. She could have had a that really loved her, but she had to kill him. Well, I should go. I have an engagement that needs my attention. I'll see you guys next week. Oh, I'll walk you out. I'm starving for some lunch anyway. See you, Beatrice. Beatrice watched as her best friend walked out of the room. Before the door closed behind them, Beatrice saw the doctor's arm wrap around Agnes' waist. At, at that sight, the rest of Beatrice's soul died. She felt so alone. I should get going too. Thanks. Beatrice bolted from the room. She didn't know where she was going. She just ran. Before she knew it, she was in front of the local pharmacy. She bought some overpriced prescription stomach pills and went home. Sitting down at the table, she pulled some vodka towards her. Without a second thought, she downed ten pills at a time and washed them down with the alcohol. Slowly, she felt herself slipping away. Beatrice, are you home? Your door is open. I'm coming in. I have so much to tell you. Hopefully you won't be mad. Hello? Agnes walks into the kitchen, taking in the scene. She sees Beatrice's limp body on the floor, with pills and vodka on the table. First things first, she calls Dr. Alexander. Hello? Oh my gosh, Beatrice! I think she committed suicide! I can't say I'm surprised. After all she's been through, this is sad. Maybe we should have said had someone watching her. I'm sorry, honey. Are you okay? What? No! My best friends are dead, both of them in the same month. Can you have someone come over and get the body? I already took care of it. Did you know there's an app for that? 
Wyatt! How inconsiderate! She was my best friend! <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm on my way over. Want me to pick you up some coffee? Three months later, Agnes is looking down at Beatrice's gravestone, crying. She couldn't begin the fathom why Beatrice had done what she did when the detectives had unraveled the whole story at first. She thought it was a lie, but she saw the tapes, and now she doesn't know what to think. I guess instead of drifting together, they drifted apart.